Welcome to another edition of Stokes and Folks. I'm Spencer Stokes, your host, and today we are joined via Washington, D.C. with Lee Lonsberry, former host of the KSL uh, radio show. I don't know, was it just called Lee Lonsberry or? We, we called it Live Mike. We called it Live Mike. With Lee uh, that's Lonsberry right. And, uh, and I, I wrapped that up on, on April 2nd of this year. And uh, tell, us, tell us what you're doing now. So uh, on April 2nd, the day I, I signed off the air, the KSL news radio airwaves for the last time, I quite literally walked uh, to my home where my car was running and packed. Uh, I got in the car and I drove 34 hours east, uh, not stopping until I got to Washington, D.C. to just a few days later uh, start as the director of communications for Utah senior Senator Mike Lee. And, and director of communications, what's that? It is uh, essentially anytime you see... Uh, hey, I'm Senator supposed to be asking or, the questions, or, okay, Lee? I oh, mean, oh, my bad. A director, my, my bad. Of, director of communications, <laughs> what's that, Lee? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, director of communications, if you, if you hear from the senator, if you see him on television, if you uh, are in the audience listening to him deliver a speech, I will have somehow had a hand in that. Uh, anytime he appears... Uh, on, say, a television or a radio or a podcast uh, interview like this, uh, there's some negotiations that happen uh, behind the scenes, uh, timing, topicality, duration, that type of stuff, and that all falls on my shoulders. And, um, and, and I, don't think, I don't think people know the depth. Um, you, have to have, you have to have some content knowledge on a, a lot of different topics, and yeah. the senator gets a lot of requests every day to um, go on on news programs, uh, write guest commentaries or editorials, uh, give speeches. It's a constant barrage. And you, you have a team of people that work with you. Describe for our listeners some of the other people and positions that you um, have in, in the comm shop. Sure, sure. Uh, Taking take one step backwards in terms of objectives, uh, the, the work of the senator is nearly nonstop. And not just the senator, but members of the House and all elected officials uh, and beyond. And they do a lot of work that often doesn't see the light of day. They can spend hours and hours on something about which they feel uh, very passionate. And that's it. You know, they and maybe a room full of 10 people will ever actually know about it, except for those avid readers of the uh, of the congressional record. And so, so so my job, along with that team, I'll describe in a moment, uh, our job is to uh, make sure that the that the work that the senator is doing, specifically Senator Lee, on behalf of the state of Utah, that that is revealed and that there uh, is information uh, about what he's doing. And uh, and not just that, but his rationale and reasoning for why he engages in that stuff. Now, how do we pull it off? Well, how's the team made up? Uh, well, we have uh, we have a writer uh, on the team, Katie. She's a rock star. We have a, a digital director, uh, Austin, another rock star. Uh, and, and his job is to you know be smart about social media and video editing and uh, you know podcast connections like this. Uh, and, that, and those two those two individuals are based uh, here in Washington D.C. And then in Utah, we have uh, Derek, who handles and uh, interacts with. Uh, with Utah media and is always looking for opportunities uh, to to share 
the the message of the senator to share the work the senator is up to uh, with the the state of Utah. And then my job is kind of to play puppet master, uh, <laughs> working with that that team there. So when a when a uh, request comes in for the senator to appear mm. on a uh, for a, a live radio or television hit, uh, who does that come into? So uh, right now, and, and, and if I'm honest, a little behind the scenes, behind the scenes, uh, I'm still working on that process. But at the moment, uh, that all comes to me. So if it is if someone. Uh, with a, uh, like, let's say a podcast that oddly has like a farmer theme and some farmer style <laughs> intro music. <laughs> that request comes to me, Stokes and folks. And <laughs> if, uh, you know, if it's KSL News Radio, say Boyd Matheson wants to, to uh, have a conversation with the senator, uh, I'll get that call. And then, uh, you know, the, the CNNs and the Fox Newses and, uh, and even beyond. Uh, I've been hit up by uh, BBC. Al Jazeera sometimes wants time with the senator. And then uh, so I, I get all those requests. And they, they, they have three elements. There is uh, a demand on time. So is the senator available at, on Thursday at 10 a.m.? So that's number one. And, and that's two, and that's when you have to develop a relationship with the scheduler to go down and say, um, "What's your favorite drink? I'd like to bring your favorite favorite drink down, so that you will take the day's uh, schedule and completely reshuffle it, so that I can have twenty minutes for the senator to talk on Al Jazeera." Yeah, you're exactly right. Not sure if we're accepting the Al Jazeera invitations, but you're right that uh, <laughs> that the that the scheduler has uh, one of the most important jobs. Uh, it's crazy. T- today, as a matter of fact, I had I had to you know, help prepare the senator for something. And, you know, there's not really time to sit down and, you know, it's just one-on-one where the two of us are talking. I've got to find every moment that's possibly even kind of free. And that moment today was quite literally as he was moving from uh, w- one hearing to a meeting. And uh, we had to moved from one of the Senate office buildings to the other. I knew that I was going to have about four minutes during this walk. And so it was the scheduler that helped me uh, identify that, identify those four minutes and then be able to, and this is where, this is where a good scheduler really, really shows off their skills. Uh, the, the scheduler was able to know and predict exactly where in the building the Senator would be passing so that I could intercept them and then continue on for those four minutes I had uh, to, you know, to give my spiel and to make my pitch and to deliver the information I had to deliver to the Senator. And he pulled it off and, uh, and it, it worked out. Uh, but if you got a, uh, an amateur scheduler, that doesn't happen. And the, the work isn't carried out as well as it could be. I don't think people fully appreciate the juggling that goes on. I mean, I know that every member of the house, every member of the Senate in Washington, DC does want to spend time with constituents when they come to, to DC. But the fact of the matter is a Senator's uh, schedule or life is not their own. And, you know, first and foremost, you're at the whim of the majority leader who sets the schedule, um, who sets the agenda. And then you're at the, the, um, the beck and call of whatever committee chair that you sit on or the ranking member of a subcommittee or excuse me, the chairman of a subcommittee. And then, then there are the meetings that are scheduled in the office. And, you know, oftentimes it's very difficult to uh, make, make that all happen. And, and so it, I think people, when they come to Washington DC ought to cut 
the members of the delegation a little a little bit of slack because it's not as easy as you think just to walk in and say, hey, I'd like to have a few minutes of the senator's time. And I think you just accurately described Lee, how that all how that all works. I, I want to ask you. Uh, uh, hold, hold, hold on a second. Yeah. Can, can I stop you for a second? You say it's not so easy to do. I have seen you uh, march into a number of uh, a number <laughs> of offices occupied by members of Congress and just happen to get five, 10, 20, an hour and a half worth of minutes. Uh, that's How just because I'm super exciting and fun to talk to. That's the only, that's the only reason. But uh, um, I I've affectionately referred to myself. Well, actually, it was Senator Hatch that gave me this uh, moniker. But the Relief Society president of Utah, and that that is not to bring shame upon any Relief Society president in Utah. But uh, oftentimes the members of the delegation want to know what's going on and have questions to ask. Uh, with what's going on in Utah, which is what, which is going to nice segue Lee to the next thing I wanted to ask you. I understand that, that earlier this week, um, that you put together a, an interview, uh, with both United States senators from Utah. So Senator Lee and Senator Romney with, uh, channel two's Heidi Hatch. And I, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the interview on on uh, Channel 2. I'm looking forward to seeing it because it's not often that you get FaceTime with both senators as a reporter, as a, um, a news anchor, to sit down in the same room with two United States senators, and especially at this particular time in our nation's history. We're one of only five states, I believe, where it's a red state, where one senator voted to convict the president and one senator voted to acquit the president. And before anybody before anybody goes down the path of what Spencer Stokes is thinking here, I'd just like to say that I do believe that we live in a representative form of government, and I do believe we elect people, and once we elect them, that they get to vote their conscience and they get to vote how they feel they should. And so those were not easy decisions to make, not easy votes to cast. Both uh, did it in what I believe the most honorable way um, that they understood. And so to sit down in this particular time in history um, and have that discussion – I know based on some of the photographs I've seen that you were sitting in the room when that interview occurred. Describe a little bit about just what, what it was like uh, in that room since you were there. It was, uh, it, it was a powerful moment, and I am grateful equally to both of the senators for you know, agreeing to participate, uh, to doing what you describe, exactly, sitting down next to one another, in, uh, in Senator Lee's office there, uh, across from Channel 2's Heidi Hatch. My hat's off to her as well. Uh, oh, and one thing I gotta say, uh, and this is a little inside baseball, but... Um, well, that's what this show's all about, inside baseball. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, I got plenty of it. Perfect. Uh, uh, Ch Channel 2 had a, a decision to make uh, because there, at one stage of the conversation, the, or the negotiations, rather, to, to carry out this interview, at, at one stage, what I had proposed was that 
uh, well, I think I can. I think I can arrange the two senators to be together, and I can get uh, like a, a camera crew on the Washington D.C. end, and we can beam back to uh, the Channel Two studio in Salt Lake City, and uh, and Heidi could then be connected by us. Anyway, uh, essentially doing the interview remote. And then at the very end, I added this little sentence that said, "Alternatively, Heidi, you could just fly out here." And honestly, the the the, the margins. And the amount of money in the budgets in newsrooms these days, uh, you know, they're not rolling in dough. That's and, what I understand. Uh, and an investment like sending not only Heidi, uh, but also uh, a cameraman plus all the gear uh, across country uh, to, you know, to essentially sit down for less than an hour uh, to conduct an interview uh, and then and then fly them all the way back so that she's back in Salt Lake City in time for... Uh, the 10 o'clock news, uh, it, it was quite an ask. And uh, there, the, the big boss at Channel 2 said, yeah, you know what, that's worth it. And so uh, Heidi was on a plane. Uh, she and I met up outside of one of the uh, office buildings yesterday. Uh, the camera crew set up their stuff. And so it was that. Because that's uh, an, another thing. Senators. Another thing that's a little bit inside baseball. You don't mm. just walk in to the United States Senate office building with a bunch of big black cases that are <laughs> that are that have all the equipment in you've got to make arrangements to get all of that equipment through security and into the office to set up another little thing because I I don't think a lot of people have been back to DC since covid um hit and and so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how normalization starts with people visiting the offices. But the Senator Romney has moved into Cory Gardner, Senator Gardner's space from from he was a former senator from Colorado, which is literally right across the hall from Senator Lee. So yeah, exactly. um, it, that logistic made it nice. But just getting all the equipment into the building was no small task, I'm sure. Right. Uh, but we pulled it off. And uh, an expert crew from Channel 2, uh, plus some help that they had contracted out here in D.C., set up uh, you know, all the lights and the chairs required. And then the conversation began. And one of the, one of the reasons I was so anxious to, to bring this conversation about is... Uh, it's something of a, uh, a misperception, I think, that has become uh, you know, quasi-rampant in the headlines, uh, not only in Utah, but elsewhere. And it is that, um, that there's not really room inside one uh, political party for the likes of Mike Lee and uh, Mitt Romney, Utah's two senators. And if you're, if you're a nerd like me, you know, if you're a subscriber to the congressional record and you follow voting and you... Uh, keep an eye on percentages and such like that, you'll find uh, that they, in fact, uh, do, uh, a healthy majority of the time, end up casting the same vote from the floor of the Senate. And uh, the overwhelming majority of the time. And I, I, that deserves to be known and discussed. And uh, I, I saw a conversation where the two gentlemen are answering similar questions, uh, interacting with one another, uh, in, in the same place, right there in Senator Lee's office. I saw that as an opportunity uh, to, to show that off. And at the same time, knowing the two gentlemen, you know, knowing that they're, you know, they're, they're, they are gentlemen, uh, they're polite. Uh, as you pointed out, they, <laughs> they exist in the very same hallway. 
uh, they have a, a working relationship. So too do their staffs. Uh, and with that relationship, they are also able to disagree. And some of those disagreements came up uh, during the interview. If, uh, if you watch, you'll see some, some talk uh, about Afghanistan and the withdrawal of troops there. Uh, the two senators give their respective views on that. Uh, plus, how do you and should you uh, somehow uh, give money or make money, more money available to, to parents and families? And how best do you go about that? The two senators have differing plans on that. And that was discussed in this interview. And so uh, to show two things that um, uh, when all said and done, uh, they do have a little more in common than most folks might think. And on those issues where they, they disagree, those disagreements don't turn them into enemies. Yeah, I one of the things that you find out quickly, and I, I think that America could could take a, and, and the state, quite frankly, right now, could take a lesson from the United States Senate. They work very hard to be collegial. Uh, they, they obviously, uh, it's 50-50, pretty split down the middle. And within each of those two uh, parties, there are differences of opinion within the parties. But you do not hear people screaming at each other on the Senate floor. Or you do not hear um, angry, angry, <coughs> hysterical words from the Senate floor. They're very collegial. They they say hi to each other in the hall. People don't understand that you may not you may disagree with Chuck Schumer if you're a Senator Mike Lee or a, a Senator Mitt Romney, but you're going to see Chuck Schumer every day that you're casting votes. You walk in onto the floor of the United States Senate and all of the people who you do real robust battle with legislatively, you can still have uh, a collegial conversation with them about how are your kids? What's happening? Yeah. Um, so it's a fascinating thing. I, I look forward to watching the interview. Well, if you, if you can, this will air uh, on, this will air on Monday. Um, and, for all of our listeners who know that that's, that's when things are downloaded here at Stokes and folks, but it will air Monday, the 17th, our podcast. Um, what, so it'll probably be after the interview with Heidi has aired. What was the first question that she asked when, when the two of them sat down after they got through the hello, Senator, how are you? Hello, Senator, how are you? The lights turn on, the camera starts rolling Heidi Hatch now is asking the very first question, what was it? It was uh, essentially to get their respective reactions to uh, the, the boos that were hurled at Senator Romney at the, at the state convention. And, and uh, not to give away their responses, but I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I, I feel bad to Heidi. Heidi earned this interview. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to ask you their responses. I'm just going to say, if you're a... And I don't know how many. I don't know how much time she had between the formation of the idea and the execution of the idea. But but let's say it's uh, let's say it's three or four days, maybe a handful of days. And as a reporter, you've got to be sitting down. And you've done this because you've had people on on um, open mic. Uh, you you have to come up with an interesting and engaging set of questions. 
And I'm sure that both the senator, both senators were prepared for that question to be asked eventually. But was it going to be the first question? What is your first question? And so I think Heidi had to give that some some thought, and it was timely, obviously, because of the convention. Sure. You're you're exactly right. Uh, and that question of would she lead with it or would she wrap up with it was on my mind for the days leading up to the interview. And I'm not ashamed to admit, I guessed exactly wrong. I thought she would wrap up with it. So she went, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be policy, policy, policy. And then, Hey, how about them booze? Uh, But no, she, 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 she she led with the booze uh, and then moved quickly into the, the policy areas. Hey Lee, thank you so much for taking the time. We, we run a tight 20 minute shift here on Stokes and folks. Uh, Lee Lonsberry from Washington, D.C., Communications Director for United States Senator Mike Lee. Thank you for taking that time. And this has been another edition of Stokes and Folks. Like us where you consume your podcasts, and we hope to let you hear us again in a week. <laughs>